Hi, welcome to Swordnet Radio. This episode is our Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition campaign, Doors, and it's part 2 of last week's episode. If you haven't listened to last week's episode, go back and listen, otherwise this will make no sense whatsoever. Thanks for listening. Right, and I'm also going to say that it's not uh, kicking after... Well, so I was going to say, if it's going to take an hour to kick in, we can use this time to introduce ourselves and figure out who Frost is. No, I was going to say, I was going to, I was, I was going to give it about 10 minutes, and when I wasn't... I was beginning to start to feel drowsy, but I wasn't falling asleep yet, and I was actually going to hyperventilate and then hold my breath. <laughs> I want this shit to happen as quickly as possible. So, um, yeah, that's what I do. I, I hyperventilate, make myself hyperventilate, and then hold my breath. Do I need to do any kind of throw for that? Not at all. You can be out like a light. Okay, I pass out. Okay, you pass out. Mm-hmm. What the rest do you do? I'm going to put a piece of my cloak under his head, because I am a monk. And that is what I do. Then I'm going to stroke your brow weirdly. <laughs> in a really weird, lingering way. Every time I've touched someone in 60 years. <laughs> even though it's a man, I'm still like... Oh. Carahad shuffles gently round to the other side of the fire and keeps a very close eye on you. But I'm going to take a seat and go, I have absolutely no idea what I'm doing here. <laughs> That's pretty obvious, says Gimbal from his treetop. I was supposed to go to a monastery and speak to monastery people, but instead I saw a god, got ushered out of town by an angel, drugged somebody, and I'm talking to you, <laughs> trying desperately not to think of anything offensive to say, in a tree. What, what, what exactly is going on? So Gimbal is just going to say, um, we've been sent on a mission by Baron from way back way, and he's just going to point in the general direction of Anish. Yes. That blue angel, as you called him, was in charge of an army that kidnapped innocent men, women and children, one of whom we discovered dead on the way here, the rest of whom seem to have been brainwashed into staying that God, as you called it, took out two of our strongest friends with barely any effort and disappeared without a, without a trace before we could do anything about it. That was no God, that was a beast. Troubling words. And when you prayed, what happened then? I don't pray. Hmm. I have well, no need for gods. How's that? You answered many of my questions. But not, what am I doing here? Well, I don't know why you are here. No, neither do I. It's like you appeared in the uh, in the village. To you... help and see the god. Yes, you helped. <laughs> um, unfortunately, it seems you have been lumped in with us when we were rushed out of the town. I'm sorry for that if you had other plans. Um, this was all very much uh, spur of the moment kind of thing. We had to get out of there before people turned nasty. It's like you may not know what you were doing here now, but at least you are not dead. And Gimbal's going to roll over, poke his head over the side of his um, hammock, and he's just going to be like, My name is Gimbal. I'm a bard. This is Karahad. Um, and the unconscious one there is Rue. We've been travelling together for a while with close friends. Our friend who you tried to help was Bleak. He was probably the biggest troublemaker of our group. But, um, yeah. 
Well, it seems I have stumbled upon quite the party. I ask only one question. Do you do good work? Is that your aim? Gimbal's sort of going to let out a little... <laughs> good is relative. Not to me. What would you consider good? At this point, I, I think it behooves me to say that Karahad would have something to say about that. <laughs> uh, Karahad is a very good character. Yeah. Karahad does what's right. Um, and so Karahad would probably probably say, we try to do good. Sometimes we fail. My master said, all that we can do is try. And if we cannot try, then we are not trying. So we should try. Both of you make a perception roll for me, please. 16. 18. 18. At this point, um, the the way that the stock enclosure works is that it's basically a a complete circle, but for a a small section at the front, which could probably, you think, could probably be closed with like a wicket gate or something, which is just not there. And at this point, there's like a lull in the conversation um, and just sort of staring out towards the fire or something, and you both see about a foot off the ground, um, a little sphere about nine inches across. And it appears to be sort of bobbing along. Oh, fucking love the wisp. Then you see it's actually just on these really, really spindly little legs. It looks like it's kind of made out of bronze or something. And it just walks across, um, and then it's sort of almost like it knows it's being watched, kind of like stops and like judges a little bit, and then very sharply turns towards you. And there's just a little tiny eye with eyelashes, and it looks at you. Um, so there's, sorry, there's, there's an eye in the middle, it's about three, three inches across with these big eyelashes. And it sort of looks at you, and it blinks once, and then it turns back and it walks away. And you don't see it anymore. An angel! An it, angel of the forest! It did have tiny little wings on it. A weird, scary angel! Pretty sure angels aren't supposed to be scary. Servants of the mighty are terrible. <laughs> so what kind of god do you worship? All of them. <laughs> <laughs> You're unconscious, you can't say anything. No, I'm, no, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, keep going. This, this, is, this is gold. Yeah. All the divines are worthy of our respect. For it is they who made us what we are. And we are what we are because of the divines that made <laughs> us. And they made us this. And we are grateful for it, so we do things that are grateful arising. Grateful arising. <laughs> My master Gim- spoke many fine words. Gimbal's just going to say, you make less and less sense the more I hear you speak. It is very difficult to understand the wise words of, of a monk. <laughs> I'm going to take quite umbrage with that, actually, and be a bit pouty. As elves do so well. <laughs> but more to the point, what the fuck was that fucking thing <laughs> that just wandered in after we were called? So we... what do you do for a living? Well, what, what's your religion? I'm actually just going to go, the angel, the forest angel. I've never seen it before, but I'm pretty sure that's not an angel. I'm going to follow it. Okay. That so may not be a good idea, but okay. Get up and, and go to the, the, the entrance of this pinfold, this, this stock enclosure. I am. And Is it night time? It's coming up night time. It's, it's, you're talking light evenings. Dusk. Yeah, it's dusk. It's, cool. Uh, I've got dark light. vision, keen senses. Okay, yeah, absolutely. You see it like it's bright light, um, and you look out, and nothing. Do me a survival check, please. Ooh, five. Five. <laughs> 
Um, you do sort of see that um, there, there seems to be like a little swathe of, of grass that's just been flattened a little bit under this thing's feet, obviously, as it went past. Um, but it starts about three feet beyond where you first saw it and ends three feet away where you last saw it. And there is no trace of this thing. I'll call back. The one of our party, if I may be so bold as to include myself in your party, <laughs> is prone. I believe we should follow this messenger of the wilds. This weird, scary messenger of the wilds. And Gibbles just going to say, we just got comfortable, and do you really want to carry him? No, we can leave him here. Not a good idea. I will say a prayer. Not in a... Come out here. You can watch <laughs> I have to go with the priest. <laughs> yes, damn it. Oh, damn it. <laughs> he will because it amuses me. All right, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to imagine Carahad's probably just going to go, it's fine, go and... Uh, I, can't, I can't think whether Carahad would be... Um... No, uh, no Carahad, um, I, I don't know, he's, he's your sock puppet. He's no. whatever you want him to do. Well, yeah, yeah, I know, but I'm, consider- I'm thinking, considering the kind of character he is, he probably wouldn't be, you know, it's like you go keep him from hurting himself sort of thing. Uh, yeah, so Carahad's just going to be like, I'll, I'll stay and keep an eye on Rue. Um, you go and make sure the priest doesn't die or something from eating too many mushrooms. I'm not a priest, I'm a monk. Monk, whatever. So Gimbal's going to roll out of his hammock, tighten his belt. Avanti! Yeah. Lead the way. Excellent. So we've got a gap. Is it across our path? Basically, there's a grass outside. There's yeah. a sort of a line through the grass that starts from three feet that way, goes across the gate, and then three feet that way, and then disappears. Okay, yep. so we're going to go that way. Okay, to where it came from. Are you going to try and track it, or are you going no, to try to go to where it went? Sorry, okay. I'm going to try and track it. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Okay. Uh, roll me a survival. Survival, which is wisdom, and I got. 18. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this thing's tracks start exactly where they appear to, and they finish exactly where they appear to. They do not continue. However, roll me a straight up wisdom, and we'll just see how this goes. Okay. I got 18. 18? You look up, and you see a little, little dot that is clearly flying and moving, and it's trailing these sort of four little sticky twig things behind it. And every once in a while, you see it kind of, um, these little things, like, like sort of like wings, but too small. They're, they're, they're not big enough to hold this thing aloft. But every once in a while, it just sort of gives it a beat, and it goes up a little bit, and then it keeps flying. And then it gives another little beat, and it goes up a little bit, and it keeps flying. It doesn't look like this, this thing's wings are actually powering its flight in any way. And how can you say that is not an angel? Just because it flies doesn't mean it's an angel. Stop! <laughs> Hark! <laughs> uh, there is no response. Gimbal's going to draw his bone just be like, I might be able to stop it. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Should we shoot angels? If it's an angel, it can't be hurt. And it gradually recedes into the distance. I'm sorry I distracted you, but I don't think it's a very good <laughs> idea we shoot forest angels. <laughs> Gimbal's just going to shrug. Arrow back in the quiver. Bow back on his shoulder just be like, can we go back to the warm now? I think it's wise. When the chase goes forward, we should not go that way because it sometimes goes faster than us and that means we won't catch it. Yeah, yeah, pray got away, got you. And Gimbal's just going to turn on his heel and march back to the fire. 
Uh, and you go back to the fire, and there is a there is a prone room there, and you as you, as you talk and um, converse and, and info dump any more if you wish, and there are watches and people start you know going to sleep and people who don't care can go to sleep and Carahad will probably take a watch because of, he's that sort of guy. Out of um, sleep. You have no idea that the watches need to happen. So. Yeah, I'm quite happy. Um, and Rue, you wake up. Has anything happened while I'm asleep? That's a very good question. Has anything happened while you're asleep? Tell us what Are happened we asleep? while you're asleep. Um, well, well, if there was choose, no reason for us to, to sit up and stay awake. So, so imagine we're asleep. But Gimbal all have said to, to Carahad, obviously you're taking the first watch, wake us when he wakes up. So You wake up, yeah. Okay, so I pass out from this draft and uh, fall into deep sleep. And as nothing else of my mind, you know, when you fall asleep starts to populate with stuff, I, I, I kind of see myself in the dream and I'm surrounded in a giant void of nothing with kind of swirls of, of, of very dark, rich colours. Are you telling just, us this? No, no, this, this is me saying what, what, okay. what is happening in my mind. So there's all these like dark colours kind of like swirling around me. It's almost like they're, they're, they're kind of like, it's like dust in the wind swirling around me and stuff. And I'm shouting out, hello, 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 come speak to me. I need to speak to you. Where are you? Come forth. This is your show. You tell me what happens. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Say it. It could be canon. Okay, fair enough. My <laughs> best says, but you're now level 20, whatever that means. Yeah. <laughs> my, okay, uh, I, I wander around and uh, I'm shouting uh, for my benefactor to come forth and I, I'm beginning to come a little bit frantic because nothing's happening. I'm just in this void and, and nothing's happening. And then all of a sudden, a light in the distance of the void appears and starts to increase and grow larger and move towards me and my benefactor stands before me yep you're like and... a red boy <laughs> look just For say what you want supernatural and if he doesn't like it he'll change it anyway you know that's what he'll do okay <laughs> you now have all the power in the world I <laughs> trust you <laughs> wow okay I've really not known me long enough um fuck I would have thought about this more in detail. This is what I... happens if I leave you alone for too long. <laughs> I'm going to put you on the fucking spot. <laughs> we okay. have to use our imaginations. <laughs> it's an imagination based game. Who would have thought? You inhuman monster. You basically <laughs> pissed your piece. The thing that's really knocking me south there is the fact that I've, we've, the conversations and stuff that have always taken place is you've taken on the role of my thing. And uh, yeah, so, okay, fair enough. <clears throat> okay, so my uh, benefactor comes forth and uh, it's the shadowy, slightly see-through-y creature that doesn't seem to... It seems to have a slightly humanoid form, but it's ever-shifting, so sometimes it's a bit tall, sometimes it's a bit short, wide. You can never quite get a sense of whether it's male, female, tall, man, whatever, because it always seems like it's shifting and changing. Same with the voice. The voice kind of like reverberates in and out of male voice, masculine voice, feminine voice, strong voice, weak voice, and it's just permanently changing, so you can never really get a fix of what it is you're looking at. Uh, and I say... What do I do now? I, I, I failed you. I absolutely failed you. I think he's now dead. He told me to protect him. Are you going to take away my powers? All you hear. Yeah. As this creature fades away, is one sentence. 
What is that sentence? Give me a second. It needs to be noteworthy. The That's not the, the sentence. It's very intense right um, now. Nice. Yeah. I'll allow it. Okay. <laughs> there was a moment. Can Committee meeting. And as and as my yeah, and as as the, the shape drifts off and, and, and uh, leaves me with this parting sentence. Brown trousers. Uh, no, I, I, I. Please tell me you've pissed your. No, 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 Have any of you put my hand in a bowl of warm water while I'm asleep? But no. uh, I, I will be shouting out. But what, what do I need to do? What, what do I need to do next? What work needs to be done? And I kind of. Which wakes up I, the whole camp? Yeah, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wake up shouting. What, what, what work needs to be done? And then I'm awake. Okay. Well, that's probably woken me up then. Yeah. Than wait, I'm to wait for Carahad. And we're back in the room. I love campfires. It's brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> Badger's ass, man! <laughs> I'm just writing down that sentence because uh, 10 minutes from now on. I'm going to check them. my medicine. He, ran, he just randomly to... said Badger's ass. It doesn't mean he's got Tourette's. It badger's ass. It means he's from the West Country. Yeah. <laughs> badger's ass. No, I don't know where that was from. <laughs> right, <laughs> <the> Irish. <laughs> yeah. It's the West of some country. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think we've discovered it yet. Okay. Uh, I don't know what, do, what. What's wrong, man? So, so I wake up and I kind of snap myself out of it, and I'm still a bit groggy from the the stuff, but I'm obviously coming round, and and I feel relaxed. Not not just because of the sleepy drowsiness of, of the potion, just the fact that I have had it confirmed that I'm not fucked. So not uh, yet. So not yet. No. So I'm like, as so I'm like, oh, thank God. I was like, like the entire weight has been lifted off me. Ah, I see my, my sleeping potion worked well. I'm renowned for them. I've only used them on rabbits. <laughs> but the rabbits think of But rabbits person. looked very serene <laughs> afterwards. I'm sure they were. I feel great now. But what is this work you speak of? So I'm, um, do you know what? I don't know. Oh, good, because I was worried you were going to be vague. <laughs> <laughs> Says the monkey. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have a vision? Of sorts. <gasps> the spirits of the forest speak through him. Yeah, more spirits. Sorry, what? Wrong spirits. kind of spirits. Um, what, do mean, what do you mean, more spirits? Um, and Gimble, Gimble's just going to be like, we're not talking about those right now. Right now we're talking about you, Rue. Considering everything that's happened, I think I maybe didn't give quite enough credence to what Bleak was saying. I would like to know a bit more about these benefactors of which you speak, and why you were so concerned about Bleak because of them. Well, this is... I, I kind of thought you knew this. I, I didn't realise you were so heavily asleep when I told this Bleak, otherwise I would have told you again, because it's... Now people know. You knew me before I was... Like I am now. Uh, what changed that is that I became very sick. What it, were you before? You what were what, what were you before? Less than I am now. You're very good at this vague thing, aren't yeah, you? That's really? All, yeah, so, right, so okay, all okay. that's all you're going to get. Right. But, um, so I was less than I am now, and uh, I I fell ill, and in my fever, I 
was visited by what I call my benefactor. This entity, this creature, this this thing, I'm not entirely sure what it is in all honesty, offered me power in exchange for um, searching and protecting. We're going to interrupt and just say, is this the same as that thing with the stone? I don't think so. In fact, when everyone was picking up the stone, when I picked up the stone, my benefactor actually stepped in and made it quite clear that it wasn't for me. So I don't think that it may be connected, but they're certainly not on the same team. But, um, yeah, I was given this power, and I was given a vision of a person, and I only really realised who this person was when I met Bleak for the first time. That's why I acted so strangely around him when I met him for the first time. And I knew that I had to watch this person and protect this person, uh, because my newfound power was a result of keeping him safe. So when he died, I thought I was going to lose all my power and go back to how I was, and I couldn't face that. What power do you mean? What are you? I'm not entirely sure what I am. Um, People have called me a witch, which I don't really like. Nor do I. But I can... I have powers, I can fire energy balls, I can conjure illusions... Um, so a witch, really, in the grand scheme of things. So yeah, so when I thought he was dead, I thought my powers would be taken away from me. And um, that terrified me. I don't ever want to go back to how I was before. When you were sick? No, before I was sick. If I died during that sickness, that would have been a blessing. But as it turned and out... I will I not cry. But... My, I, I, I have only ever spoken to my benefactor while I'm asleep or unconscious, and in my state I wasn't going to be able to get to fall asleep, so I needed to put myself under so I could speak to him. And they have, t- he, she, it has told me that Bleak was but a step in my journey, and there is still work to be done. So apparently, for the time being, I'm okay. So Does that mean the rest of us are okay? What is this work to be done? I have no fucking idea. If the first step is the death of one of your comrades, what is the second step? I can only assume... It's the death of another one of your comrades? (laughs) No. The only thing I can assume is, is because my benefactor didn't give me any other kinds of instructions, any kind of hints, any kind of pushes in the right direction or wrong direction, that what we are currently doing is the correct course. Mysterious are the ways of those who live in another world that is not our own in which we live right now. <laughs> Amen to that, brother. Gimbal's just going to sort of lie back in his hammock and he's going to say, well, it certainly explains the change since the first time I met you. I do think you should have been a bit more honest with us, though, from the start. Though, thinking about it, I can understand why you weren't. Yeah, Bleak isn't, I mean, well... <laughs> wasn't. Wasn't the most open-minded of souls on, in this respect, so I didn't want to freak him out. And, he saw, and when he tried to eat you, that was when I was explaining this all to him. So maybe telling him wasn't the best of ideas after all. A witch, a deformed halfling, a cannibal. I really just wanted to wear my sandals in a monastery. <laughs> Gimbal's just going to be like, you don't like being called a priest. I would appreciate if you didn't call me deformed. My or, apologies. Or witch. That was ill-spoken of me. I'm beginning to wonder 
my benefactor is from the same place as these shadows. And they're trying to get out. And my guy's trying to keep them in. Gimbal's going to say, could be. It's a possibility, especially if uh, in that vision, as you mentioned, your uh, benefactor wasn't willing to give you up to the stone. Mm. Stone? Do we still have the stone? No, we didn't pick it up. Explain week. the stone briefly to you. Oh, fuck. Um, so there oh, he yeah. is. The back. That was a mistake. Because yeah, yeah. he rushed us out the door. Shit, that, was, that, that is actually a mistake. <laughs> actually. At this point, you're talking about the black stone and, and whether you've got, you've got the black stone or whatever. Uh, at this point, Karahad checks his backpack and finds it missing. Oh, because we... Yeah, okay. Because Bleak, Bleak lifted it. Okay, so... Oh, fuck. Uh, we found... And we defeated... Well, we defeated one of the shadows. We didn't even know what these were. The shadows being these... Dragon thing. You met the shadow of the blue. The okay, blue guy. Right, okay. We defeated the shadow of the black. We didn't even realise he was the shadow of the black at the time. Mm-hmm. And he's and evil. We don't know. We can only assume you. We can only assume he's yeah. evil because he and his compatriots are responsible for the kidnapping of yeah. innocents. He did this to me and I show you my neck and I was still he's still probably like red and blotchy from where he spat like the acid acidy stuff. type stuff at me, yeah. Then evil and we shall call him. Mm. And he had a black stone, in which seemed to be the source of his power, because um, the Shadow of the Blue also had a blue stone that he showed us. And I'm assuming... And that he, all, he, did, he did mention that they all, all of the Shadows have their own stone. Yeah, we totally should have collected those and kept them together. Cause so what do we do with this black stone that we have now? We don't have it. We left it with Bleak. Who is with the Shadow of the Blue? Yes. Who is probably choosing a new person to become the Shadow of the Black, maybe. Quite or gathering the stones for himself. Entirely possible. We were supposed to defeat the other Shadows to aid him to gain power. As I remember... I might need to roll for this. Um, as I remember, the stones were some kind of link for them to gain their powers. So when one of these creatures has all the stones. And I do not think angel is an appropriate word to describe them anymore. Gimbal's going to do a slow clap. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, that's very kind. (laughs) 60 years in a wilderness does not equate to understanding sarcasm. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really pleased. (laughs) Give you a bit of a smile. (laughs) So, he becomes... What? I we, don't. We don't know. And do we want him to become something? I know nothing of this blue demon creature. Up until the most recent events, we thought it was perhaps a good idea to kill all these guys and take the stones for ourselves and become powerful. I'm now thinking that's a bad idea. That's pride and hubris. I think taking these guys out is a good idea. I'll taking the stones evil. for ourselves, bad. Gimbal's just going to say, pretty sure that's what we were going to do in the first place. And how many are there? There are five. And they're all evil? We can only assume. So, you, <laughs> so the plan was to go and murder these creatures. So we're back at square one, aren't we? Mm-hmm. Pretty much. 
And Although, this blue, this blue is is evil or good? You know, we're actually sorry, we're worse off than back at square one because at square one, at least we had the reward to come back to. We now don't even have that. We've royally fucked ourselves up, <laughs> really, haven't we? Yeah. Well, it's just clear what we should do. I'm going to go for a piss in the bushes. <laughs> <laughs> just, just in disgust. <laughs> Do not piss on the sacred bush. <laughs> piss beside it. <laughs> Water the bus. We have to eat off that in the morning. Not on the berries. <laughs> there may be a badger set. <laughs> All right. So oh, we were oh, talking. Yeah. You the... were giving us a rundown. You haven't told us the prophecy. Um, I've speculated. I've asked you the question. The blue is he good or is he evil? Because that's the question I think we need to answer. I'm going to remind you as DM that the blue flat out asked you to assassinate people. Yeah. We, well, we don't and know. Also, I don't also, know this. He, did, he did very much let you know that what the people in the family think is going on isn't what's going on. That there's more at play. There's more power play. Yeah, I, I, I think it's pretty safe to assume that these guys cannot be considered to be good. Yeah. Well, we can consider that the blue thing might not be very good. So I say either we go back and get the Blackstone or continue on and make sure he doesn't get the rest of them. I believe that is the work of the gods. And I believe that is the work that I shall do for the gods who make me their tool to do the work that they should do but can't because they are making me do it. I can absolutely promise you if your god is telling you to do stuff, it won't be telling you that clearly. Because mine certainly doesn't. Gimbal's just going to say, he does make sense, however. We probably can't go back for the Black Stone, but we can stop him getting the others. Mm. I'm going to be silently elated. Because <laughs> I really felt like no one was really paying much attention to me. And I'm going to feel quite emboldened. Now, um, what I want to know is... By involved, I'm just going to sit smugly. I'm not going to do anything. <laughs> I'm just going to be really happy. Now, but did, were, what, weren't the green and the red harder and tougher than the white and the blue? Quite possibly. So the white should Does, be out first. I, I think we should think seriously about taking out the white and the blue while we're here. That's what I tried to get Bleak to do. But do we know for do we know for sure that this? White thing is evil. Seen as she uh, was in league with the blue in kidnapping people, I think it's safe to assume yes. Then our cause is set. Now, can we possibly get them to kill each other? That may be a possibility. But if if they kill each other, then one of them is going to end up with three stones. No, no, because if they kill each other, they'll both be dead. Oh, right, I see what you mean. The... As, oh, getting to, get, uh, getting them to kill each other rather than opposed to getting to the fight each other. The risk is is that one does kill the other and ends up with three stones and is more yeah, powerful. Yes. The blue indicated that that maybe the white and the black were they were lovers. We could use that somehow. Perhaps, I can't think of a way in which we can say... The blue, we could tell them that the blue one, the one was the kill because the black one. The blue has the black stone, so it's practically proof. Yeah. 
What would happen if we told her that we killed the black, but we did it because the blue told us to, and we didn't? Then know she what wouldn't kill us, and probably yeah. Gimbal is just going to say it may be a better idea, considering what they may have discussed, to speak to the white and advise her that Bleak is secretly working with the Shadow of the Blue. We didn't know. We weren't fully aware of the situation. And we could blame... And we have come to you as soon as we found out. I And I don't want to sully your friend's death, but we could tell him it was he who killed the Black, was in possession of the Black Stone, and at now the, the orders Blue... orders of the Blue. At the Blue, and the Blue are now has the Black Stone. Yeah. I, I have no issue with stamping all over Bleak's reputation now he's dead, because to be honest, he was a means to an end. Good. Spirits. <laughs> <laughs> that seems a little harsh. What was this bleak fellow like? He was an arse. Yeah. Uh, he was not a, he was not a team player. Uh, well he um He was he, competent in a fight, but most of the time looked he only after himself. The fight. <laughs> yes. Uh, and he was very much looked after himself, not mm. against the rest of us. It is the lone wolf that often gets beaten by lots of foxes who gang upon him all of a sudden. <laughs> Do you know what? I'm very, very happy to have that lone wolf off my back. Then we have a plan. We go and potentially get destroyed by this white thing. Would it not be better to go and, instead of informing the white thing, who could then go and kill the blue thing, getting the blue stone and then black stone and get incredibly powerful to, and spirits forgive me for even suggesting this, should we not just destroy her and take the white stone? Taking the stones is probably a good idea. But to gain to gain access to the powers that they can provide, you would probably have to join them. So we should in league with demons? Pretty much. Looks that way. This does not sit well with me. Nor us. Well, I'm kind of okay with it, but... You know. Your benefactor isn't. I was talking about my benefactor. Okay, so, options. Fuck off and kill the other two, and then come back for these. Stay and kill them both. Stay and turn them against each other. Or, alternatively, we could just fuck off and forget the entire thing. I advise caution. Perhaps we should speak to the white first, and then decide. I think our first... I think the, the, the dealing with the blue and the white, if these others are as mighty as they say, we should deal with those first. Wait until we have a little bit more experience. <coughs> she may turn out to be a jolly lovely chap. I'm in favour of going speaking to the white. I'm not entirely sure how that's going to turn out. I think we need to be prepared... <laughs> That's two for two. Yeah, I think we need to we need, we need to be prepared to speak to her only, but have in our minds that we may end up having to kill her as a result of this conversation. Yeah. Well, so let us not go unarmed. Then I ask humbly if I may join your party, for I believe vanquishing demons is the work of people who serve people who are higher than us. Hmm. Is there any kind of like initiation test we should put him through at this point? Frost, you have no idea this is happening, but Frost um, appears slightly lighter than the background, and he is he, very clearly emitting a small amount of light at this point, and then it recedes back there. Yeah, I'm going to do detect magic. 
Are you magic? Is there anything magic about you? You got key. I've got key. You don't have any spells. You don't have any magic items. No. Nothing magic going on. Nothing at all. But yet he glowed slightly. Mm. I what? You glowed. You evanesced. Uh, you evanesced. emitted light like the fire. Perhaps it's just the spirit. Night passes. What are you doing? What's the, what's the plan? I will pray. I'll take first watch for a start because I'm a bit rested. Um, I think at first light we should go back to the camp and confront the white. Okay. All right. You can do that. Absolutely. It's morning. You're awake. Um, mm-hmm. Before we do, what about the golden angel? The what? He was chasing fireflies. It wasn't a firefly. <laughs> it was a small <laughs> orbulatory thing with an eye and wings uh, a forest spirit of some sort appeared and then flew away. He was calling it an angel before. So you actually saw this? He's not been sniffing the oh, no, sleep we, potion or anything? We all saw it. Me, me, Frost, Carahad, we all saw it. It looked like an oversized firefly. What, is it still here? Where did it go? Oh, no, it flew away a while ago. You were out cold. Okay. Our def- Our halfling <laughs> <gasps> Is surprisingly reticent about it, but I think it. It, I think it might be a sign. I have. Sorry. I have a genius idea. Please tell me about your sign. But I have a genius idea. Oh, well, really put me on the spot. I really just thought it was a sign. Okay. In that case, then, why don't we make? I can make Karahad invisible. Oh shit! No. Or one of us visible anyway. We can go chat with the white and pretend there's only three of us when there's in fact four. And if it goes south, the person who's invisible can totally backstab her. That will be our insurance. Insurance? Isn't she going to be terribly powerful? All the more reason to have a surprise attack. Mm. And then that. Dungeons and Dragons is owned by Wizards of the Coast. The song was Shards of Glass by Louis Barabbas and the Bedlam Six. If you've got any comments, questions, feedback, or hate mail, whatever, send it to swordnutradio at gmail.com. That's swordnutradio at gmail.com. Or get in touch on Twitter at swordnutradio. And don't forget your lovely random facts, because we love them. Thanks for listening. It's <laughs> <laughs> a nice little bit Okay. Um, I would say to you as well, as players, if there is a thing that you want to do and you don't want me as the DM to know what your plan is, I will leave you in the stuff that okay? So any information you want all that sort of stuff happens and why you formulate your plan. If you wanted to do something like... Um, sneaky, sneaky. Yeah, something sneaky, just so I definitely can't... I think we should keep that in mind for the next session. Oh, definitely, because because Paul Paul is a great fan of meta gaming. If only he gets to do it. Yes. <laughs> so DM. Really nice to see. Let's see him again. Yeah, yeah. Good man. Yeah. I like him. Yeah. I went to New York um, like two years ago, and uh, I turned into everyone from Downton Abbey <laughs> when I went there. And my I, I turned so posh. And they brought up this this liquid 
that they called piss water. And I went down and I was like, and genuinely, my uh, my boyfriend at the time looked to me in horror as I my mouth was like, excuse me, I'm not sure quite what you are daring to serve us up there, but it's certainly not tea. And she was like, don't worry. And then toddled off and came back with a box of twinings. She went, we always keep some for you Brits. And I was like, I'm a king. And then as soon as we got a bit further away, my boyfriend, what, what, what was the accent? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm from Donnie. <laughs> but you do, because they love it so much as well. And you get a little bit, you get a little bit patriotic. I have spoken to very, very few people other than... <laughs> Just made me <laughs> some some rabbits, but well, hard drugs, yes. <laughs> um, but this is free, and it's finding someone. Yes! You're a nurse I was, yeah. I have never known a bunch of people who, A, just... What, I don't know what the opposite of a hypochondriac is, but people always assume they're okay no matter what. And also have zero pity for anyone who isn't literally dying. <laughs> I think, like, there, there's a, a guy I knew um, a long time ago, I'm not going to name him, uh, Steve Perry. Um, <laughs> anyone who don't want to name is Steve Perry. Male, female, uh, geographical place, Steve Perry. Right. Um, so Steve, uh, he, was, he was going out with someone who's not his wife now. Um, but Steve Perry was going out with Steve Perry. He was going out with Steve Perry. Okay. And they lived um, with Steve Perry. And he was trying to be with Steve Perry. He was yeah, trying to drag it this time, but yeah. he was going out with a nurse, and I just called it right out on the bullshit. It was like, no, 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 no. This person comes back every day having cleaned up people's vomit and bodily fluids and stuff, and is in no way going to put on that dress or that uniform. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Jesus it's just, it's just reminiscent of horror and death and pain and poor working conditions. How dare you God, I had scrubs in a doctor's jacket and stuff like that, and some people were like, yeah, we should totally do that. And I'm like, no, because that reminds me of the smell of open pesky wounds and poo. I've seen a doctor have to clean up someone's vomit because no one else was around at the time, and uh, well, actually it was my vomit, and, and I was the only person around at the time, and I was not in any fit state to help. Um, and she literally said, oh, this is nurse's work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, there, there's a war going on, folks. <laughs> and they'd bring us fucking samosas and badges, and they were the best! Like, all the sweet stuff and stuff like that, and you've not eaten for... ever. Main, most of the time, you've not eaten forever. And then someone will come along with a fucking savour, and you're like, oh, thank you! So, thank you! So if you ever want to thank your nurses, take them in a fucking a bag of crisps we, over chocolate or anything yeah, like that. When, a pie. Oh my god. You'd, you'd, you'd see it just sobbing. <laughs> it's sobbing. What? Not, not really realising what it is. Just, I want it so much. 17 staff nurses around a, a sausage roll. <laughs> fighting, fighting over a pork pie. <laughs> Alright, so... Um... That's my erection. <laughs> <laughs> <So> <laughs> this light switch isn't working. I just... <laughs>